Welcome to the Rebel Physician Podcast, where we are creating a path for physicians to break free from the toxic medical system to create an enjoyable and a sustainable career in medicine. Join us each week as we challenge the status quo, push boundaries, and seek to create a better healthcare system for all. All right, let's get a little bit sassy this week, and we're going to talk about things that doctors do that they shouldn't that are preventing the collapse of the medical system. All right, let's dive in. The first one is working more than contractually obligated. So what this means is you are either in the office more than your contract says you have to be, or if your contract doesn't specify, then you have done things like take extra call if people are, if the practice is in a pinch, or you have offered to do backup call or you're on a backup call schedule without compensation. Okay. That, those would be a few examples. Now, hospital systems all over the country rely heavily on the compassion that we have as doctors. What this looks like is they're looking for a backup call calendar and the doctor asks for compensation and they say, well, um, we'll work on that, but you know, the patients really need you. We can't, we can't abandon the patients. Right. And as doctors, we really have a hard time with that because we're like, no, we, of course not. We have to be there for the patients. It's not their fault that um, the hospital isn't going to pay us right away. And we make a lot of excuses and we end up doing it because of, because of how much we care about our patients. They, and the hospitals know this, that they know that we care so much about our patients that we will put their safety and well-being above our own. We will work for every single weekend a month or so many call days in a row because we want our patients to have the care that they need. And what this looks like is, well, they'll get to it someday or um, they're going to hire someone new. They're trying to hire someone new. And eventually we just get too tired and don't have enough capacity left to put up a fight. So we just end up resigning to the fact that this is just how it is and continue to work more than we need to. Okay. That's the first example. The second administrative tasks. Okay. The amount of time that doctors spend relaying normal lab results over the phone, calling patients back personally with questions instead of asking them to make an appointment or a telemed visit or relaying a message through the nurse, completing paperwork, prior authorizations, waiting on hold, and documenting every detail that they possibly can, this would easily create a full-time position for another human. <laughs> and those jobs wouldn't require a medical degree. So we feel that we either have no choice or we've been told that we don't have a choice, this is just part of the job, or we choose not to delegate the tasks because we don't want people to think that we're not pulling our weight or doing our job, or maybe we just think it'd be easier if you just handle it yourself. You don't want someone to get mad at you. You don't want there to be any drama with the MAs. Then these tasks get done for free at our expense. We are the ones suffering because all of these tasks are simple, do not require 
the knowledge or skill that we have learned over years of training. And they're also diluting our ability to provide quality care because these things take our time and our time as physicians is very valuable. And if we don't have time to rest or decompress between patients or spend enough time with our patients because we have to do these tasks, then everybody loses. We lose because we're exhausted and our patients lose because we're trying to please everybody and do things that are below our pay grade. The third one, skipping vacation. We either work on our vacation, which means replying to messages, checking results, or physically going in and rounding or seeing a patient, or we just skip our vacations entirely. Meaning, okay, I get six vacations a year, but I really only take four weeks. I get six weeks, but I only take four weeks. We do this because we want to be a team player, or we feel an inappropriate sense of responsibility to our job and our patients. This looks like um, my patient who asked me to be there for her delivery is going to deliver soon, so I can't take off the entire month of June and probably July, just in case. And then we have all the all of these special circumstances that up that add up over a, over a year that result in hours of lost time for rest, family time, recuperation. And when we finally do take a vacation, most of us find it really, really hard to completely unplug, either because we're worried that something will be missed when we're gone, or we have all this dread about how many tasks and messages are going to be there waiting for us when we get back. This is not how it's supposed to work, but we're all just so used to it being like this that it seems normal. The last one is settling for a misaligned job. Now, this comes up all of the time in my membership, okay, and my clients. They will stay in a job that is quote unquote fine or just okay because they worry about how their absence would negatively impact their peers and patients. Doctors are extremely loyal extremely loyal and the medical system knows that. So what happens is over time, the feeling of settling or a job that just doesn't fit anymore catches up to us. So we end up feeling angry, resentful, dissatisfied, but still too scared about leaving. And what, why this happens is because We are taught to be grateful for what we have, or we're told this is just how it is. I'm not going to find anything better anyway. This is how medicine is. Or there's a belief that you aren't good enough or skilled enough to find a better job. No one else would want you. All of these are subtle reasons why we don't leave a job that we know is not right for us, even though there's a possibility, a really, really high possibility that we would have better balance, be happier, be more appreciated in a different setting. So as a recap, things that doctors do that they shouldn't, that are preventing the collapse of the medical system. Number one, 
working more than they're contractually obligated. Number two, administrative tasks. Number three, skipping vacation. Number four, settling for a misaligned job. When you look at these, these four things, and there's many more, but you look at these four things, and the majority of the physicians in the country are doing this. This is why the medical system can continue to function the way that it is with 15-minute visits, 30 or 40 patients that we're seeing in the clinic, not having enough support staff for physicians, telling us we need to do all of these insurance things, jump through all these hoops in order to get paid. This can only happen because of all the things that we're doing that we should not do, that we should say no to. But the problem is that everybody around us is doing it. We don't have enough physicians modeling saying no to these things, having boundaries. So it's too hard to do it. It's so uncomfortable to do it. What we need is enough physicians taking small steps, creating boundaries or big steps if you're feeling extra brave, joining together and as a team and deciding we're, we're not going to do this anymore in order for things to change. That's what I have for you this week. What I'll tell you is that I just recently launched in the last month or so, the free rebel physician community. This is the kind of stuff that we're going to talk about as a group. We're going to come together. We're going to figure out what, how can we, how we can support each other on this rebel physician journey. And along with this, this community that we're building also includes basically every free course, workshop, guide, masterclass that I've ever created since I started this on this journey four years ago. It's all in there in the rebel physician library that will give you tools that you need to help you as you navigate your own journey in order to create a career in medicine that you want. So you can click the link in the episode details today to join that free community. And I hope you have a great week. Hey there. Just wanted to take some quick time here to let you know that if you have been thinking about doing a podcast and it feels really overwhelming and you like the idea of podcasting, but the other stuff like the editing and production feels too overwhelming, I wanted to let you know about the people who now edit and produce my podcast, which is Pretty Easy Podcasts. And for the first year and a half of my podcast, I was doing everything myself and I had tried to contract out editing and it was really got some really, really bad results. So I was hesitant to try again, but I'm so glad that I did because working with Pretty Easy Podcasts has been so amazing. They can get your shows recorded, posted with a complete podcast studio at your disposal. You could record from home, your office or the park or really anywhere. And then they totally cater to your schedule and It's just so easy to work with them. I cannot say enough good things. So if it's been on your mind to do a podcast, then definitely check out Pretty Easy Podcast at prettyeasypodcast.com and sign up today. It's super affordable and it's so fun working with them. So definitely check it out.